Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Public Speaking Tips on the Public Speaker Podcast. This is going to be part two of our Doing Impact Analysis for Public Speaking Podcast series. And this part is going to be about magnitude as a metric for impact analysis. So if you're interested in what that is or have no clue about what that is, then stay tuned. So before we go into that first metric to weight impacts, I want to quickly go over again why metrics to weight impacts are important. So again, a metric to weight impact is simply a way in which we use another argument to weigh an impact against each other. So if you're thinking of like the metric system, right, uh, in terms of like we weigh something through the grams or kilograms or pounds or, um, you know, meters or kilometers, whatever, whatever way you use something to measure something, that's basically what a metric is. It is a form of something, a metric, to measure something else. So if I want to measure how much weight I weigh in, I would use pounds as the metric to identify how much do I weigh? Same thing goes for impacts. When you're talking about impact analysis in the art of communication and argumentation, it's really a question of what impact outweighs another impact or underweighs another impact based upon a specific metric that isolates how we compare and analyze those impacts together. So this video is about magnitude, and we're gonna talk about what magnitude is in the context of weighing impacts. So magnitude is essentially defined as the size of an impact or the extent to which something happens. So the best way to sort of uh, break this down would be to use an earthquake as an example. So there are some earthquakes that are like a 5.6 magnitude earthquake, which is a pretty big or bad earthquake. And then there's other earthquakes which are like a 9.7 magnitude earthquake. The difference between the 5.6 and the 9.7 is the difference in severity or the difference in which the size of how the earthquake actually affects a particular population or how bad the earthquake actually is. So when we're comparing the impacts of that earthquake against each other, 5.6 and 9.7 is a metric to determine how bad the impact actually was or how bad the earthquake was. And in order to determine how bad the earthquake was, we need to be able to use the metric of magnitude to determine if this earthquake was actually bad or not as bad as it could have been. Magnitude is one of the most important um, uh, metrics to analyze impacts. I've used this when I was debating in high school and we had to compare impacts. I use this today when I teach about uh, public speaking. When you're able to compare an impact in terms of its magnitude, you're able to isolate the extent to which that impact is actually severe in regards to another impact happening at the same time and then comparing the analysis between which impact outweighs on magnitude. So when you're making an argument and when you're in an argument with a friend and you would say what impact outweighs another impact, you would say my impact outweighs on magnitude because, and then you would therefore describe the size or extent of your impact happening that would perceive the other person to believe if your impact actually outweighs. So one example is, let's take the impact of health. So this is how healthy you are as a human being. Um, uh, and that's all it would be defined as. Pretty vague, but generally that's what it is. The second impact would be the grades that you get in, let's say, high school. So we're comparing two impacts to someone's life, which is first their health and second their grades. And we're going to use this for the rest of the videos as well, along with some other examples. But these are the two main examples, the, the main example we'll focus on. So what are some reasons for why either of these impacts outweighs the other impact in terms of magnitude? Uh, so let's use the example of health and grades. So when we have health and we say that health or human health outweighs grades on magnitude, we can make an argument that says 
the extent to which, to which health affects the rest of your life, i.e. the ability for you to be healthy, the ability for you to live longer, the ability for you to live a more well-sustained, well-rounded life, is based upon your health. If you're unhealthy, the likelihood of you not living that long or the likelihood of you living a, a life in which you have a lot of complications based upon your unhealthiness is much more stronger. The size of that outweighs a magnitude. Whereas there has been tons of people who have not done well in high school in terms of grades and have still been successful or have still lived a decent life or have still found a way to live a life that is not defined by the grades or their GPA that they got in high school. So the extent or size to which the magnitude of your health outweighs your grades is vast and significant because of the effects that your health has on your overall life and your long-term ability to even stay alive in the first place. Whereas your grades don't really have that much of an effect outside of your immediate college, high school life, but outside of that, there's a lot of other opportunities to still find some way to live a decent life. Whereas if you don't have your health, that kind of goes away for the rest of your life. So health would outweigh on magnitude against grades. So that's an example of how health outweighs on magnitude in terms of grades. And um, basically what we did is we broke down what is the impact of having a healthy life versus what is the impact of having good grades. And we talked about the size or extent to which one of them outweighs the other. And that's essentially what you want to do when you have a metric for weighing an argument. You want to figure out what is the reason for why one of those outweighs the others and then break down the warrants or the logic or the logos behind why that is true and then compare the impact based upon the metric that we talked about. In this case, it was about magnitude. Magnitude can also be important in a lot of other public speeches that you give. So you don't necessarily have to use the word magnitude. That's a little bit of a, a technical term and Maybe you kind of sound weird if you're, if you're saying my impact outweighs on magnitude, like in a public speech. Um, but none, nonetheless, the concept of magnitude, the idea behind it is something that you can use when you're giving a public speech. So if you're giving a public speech about like something that impacted the rest of your life or a personal experience that you possibly had, the magnitude or the extent, the size to which that actually affected the rest of your life or played a profound role in your life can build the story of the speech that you're trying to communicate to an audience and embedded within that story is the impact analysis that you are doing based upon the metric of magnitude that provides the foundation for the audience to actually connect with your speech and shows how meaningful that experience or that speech that you're talking about is to your life. So the connectivity with your audience, which again is like sort of the number one goal of public speaking to be able to relate and effectively communicate your message with your audience a lot of times it's based upon the impacts that you can sell to them and those impacts being sold to them require the metrics in order to sell those impacts and one of those metrics is magnitude.